cryptocurrency sell-off intensifies, Namibia's GDP advances, South Africa trade balance surplus larger than expected, and also a change in banking perspective that caters to women. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Ugandan women own about 39% of businesses with registered premises, yet they only receive 9% of commercial credit. The International Finance Corporation, the commercial arm of the World Bank and Stanbic Bank Uganda have collaborated on an initiative that will see to the education, information, networking and market linkages to support women in business. The offering looks to empower women with competitive abilities to succeed in a world of business dominated by men. CEO of Stanbic Bank Uganda and Juko joins us for this episode. The banking industry has tailored bespoke financial packages that target women before. In this, there seems to be a move away from banking as we know it. Can you expound on this? Thank you. It's a very important question. And I'll, I'll take it from the beginning. What we seek to do is to provide solutions that are relevant, solutions that answer to the need so we have seen, and history can show, that the current construct of the manner in which we lend is very limiting. If you don't have a car or a land title, it's difficult to access financing. And this is especially so uh, in, in, the, in the space of women, because in many cultures, women don't inherit, right? So we are syst- the system, we're systematically locking them out eh, of, of accessing financing, and therefore... Uh, keeping them from participating in what the president calls the money economy. So we've been thinking about different ways to do this. How do we lend safely, sustainably to women-led businesses for, for purposes of this conversation, but all other businesses as well, without requiring this collateral? And there are different things. You asked me a question earlier. Then if I, what, what replaces collateral? The new collateral is your business record. Yeah, is your information. If I'm lending to a school, I don't want the building. I want to know how many students do they have, how much school fees are they collecting. Yeah, if I'm lending to a business, I want to see your turnover, I want to see your sales, I want to see how your creditors, your debtors, then I get a sense of your business. And based off of that, we can release financing. So we have, these are baby steps. We're starting slowly, but we are really trying to understand how do you do this meaningfully and sustainably? So I can't tell you that the need for security and collateral will go away overnight, but we start the journey. And, and what I want to implore people in businesses, record-keeping, governance, is such an important business imperative. You cannot do without Because it's based off of that record. You will access customers because you're keeping a, a record. We can see the historical record of what you're doing. And that is where the, the, the banking, uh, we, we are going. If you have an invoice, if you have a contract, come, let's talk about it. If you have a business, start to collect the data so that we have the data. And based off of that data, we, we should be able to structure some sort of uh, financial solution for you. What informed the adding of education, information, networking, and market linkages support to this initiative? We recognize that the business, that the problems businesses face are not just financial, right? And that the, the money is not the only answer to these problems. Businesses need training, they need governance. Businesses need to learn to digitize, need to network. So there are other things outside of this money question that are just as important 
to move any business forward. So what we're offering the women today is, is a space where, is a, is a combination of the two. Yes, affordable financing, but also other things that help you then use this financing in the best way possible. Because it's one thing to take the money. If you don't have a business plan, if you don't have a market, if you don't have a quality control on your product, the money won't solve your problem. And in, if anything, you'll end up with a debt in your business. You'll end up worse off than where, than where we found you, which is not what we want. That was CEO of Stanbic Bank Uganda and Juka. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast, the gross domestic product of Namibia advanced by 5.3% year-on-year in the first quarter of 2022, following an upwardly revised 3.5% rise in the previous period. It's the fourth consecutive quarter of expansion, largely driven by resurgent mining and querying sector, which registered robust growth. Significant increases were also recorded in manufacturing transport and storage and financial services, and also agriculture. On the other hand, construction activity remained subdued. Producer prices in South Africa surged by 14.7% year-on-year in May of 2022, accelerating from a 13.9% rise in the previous month and topping market estimates of 14.1%. Of 14 it marks the sixth straight month of double-digit producer inflation and the highest reading since records began in 2013, mainly on account of prices of coke, petroleum, chemical, rubber and plastic products, largely due to fuels. Additionally, Upward pressure came from costs of food products, beverages and tobacco, mostly food and metals, machinery, equipment and computing equipment. On a monthly basis, producer prices advanced 1.8%, the same pace as in April, but above market forecasts of 1.3% increase. South Africa's trade surplus broadened to 28.35 billion rand in May of 2022 from an upwardly revised 16 billion rand in the previous month and up and above market forecasts of 22 billion rand, exports advanced 17.8% to 179.46 billion rand, mainly due to higher shipments of mineral products, base metals, chemical products, and vegetable produce. And vegetable products. Meanwhile, imports rose at a softer 10.9% to 151.1 billion rand, driven by mineral products. And a quick look at the markets. Bitcoin stumbled below the 19,000 US dollar mark, closing on its lowest level since December 2022, as investors continued to ditch riskier assets amid lingering concerns about a global recession triggered by an aggressive tightening from central banks to rein in, to rein in on record inflation. The price clash over the, the price crash. The price crash over the last few months, which has wiped off billions of dollars of value from the cryptocurrency market, sent shockwaves throughout crucial companies in the industry. Earlier this month, Binance, the world's biggest crypto exchange by volume, Coinflex and crypto lender Celsius temporarily suspended Bitcoin withdrawals. Meanwhile, crypto hedge fund 3 Arrows Capital defaulted on a more than $670 million loan from Voyager Digital. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at Risa Dawn.